welcome to the Made to Create podcast with your host, me, Jen. And we are here today with my good friend, Aurora. Say hi. Hey. <laughs> um, and I'm really excited to dive into her story today. Um, we were just talking a little bit before the podcast, and you're a very busy lady. Um, and have a lot of really interesting things going on, so I'm excited for you to be able to share that. Um, usually we are recording in my living room and we had to improvise some different recording strategies today. And so we're actually kind of set up in the kids' room, which is, I'm, I'm just really glad that I cleaned it because usually it is not this clean. <laughs> Very colorful. Lots of it, art for it inspiration. It is. It is. Yeah, there is a lot of inspiration. Sure. My five-year-old's finger paintings are right in front of us, so that should work out. Um, so yeah, um, thank you for, for being on here today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and, and I'm also just, I don't, I don't actually remember the last time that I saw you in person, so it's just nice to spend some time with you too. Um, so tell everybody a little bit about, you know, we were just kind of talking about this, so we got a little bit of practice kind of, sure. um, more concisely describing what you do. So tell everybody a little bit about you, um, you know, you, you have a family and then you're also working and, and going to school. So tell everybody a little bit about kind of what's up in your life right now. Sure. Okay. So I have a business called Aurora Vilches Creative, obviously, creative, obviously that I just did my name, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I basically serve uh, businesses in their online presence. So that can mean anything from photography, videography, kind of commercial work, um, website design and just their overall creative marketing elements like Mm -hmm. we chatted. Um, and so I have, uh, I do this full time for corporate and I also take on clients, uh, on a project base basis. Mm -hmm. Um, and basically just find what they need and how we can make that either more efficient or, um, create a whole new launch pad for what they don't have currently, mm-hmm. which is kind of a blank slate kind of thing. Um, and basically get to just work with a small team and just be creative in getting whatever the their mission statement or their service or their products out there into the world creatively because right. I just firmly believe that it's not enough to just have an idea. Like yeah. if nobody knows that idea and it's not marketed well, then that's kind of... Um, a dream that didn't have any wings to go anywhere. Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. And my passion for sure is just launching people to do what they are absolutely made to do and mm-hmm. have such beautiful skill sets that the world needs to know about, you know, and I yeah. definitely take on clients too that I care about what they're doing and it meshes well and it's not like anyone can come anytime. I absolutely would love to, I do love to um, just be interested in what they're doing and believe in what they're doing and for what they stand for and kind of make sure we're good, uh, match to work together collectively. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you're also, we talked about you're going to school and then on top of, um, just you're having, having a family and sure. so having, <laughs> you yeah. know, have time for that too. Sure. So I'm finishing up a program for digital media and communications, which is pretty much encompasses mm-hmm. what I'm already doing, but it's been um, really helpful and just the different perspectives from being in a cohort and different ideas and yeah. just input and personalities. And um, I always love learning. I think I'll probably always be learning something new. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I've loved working in the field and doing this alongside it because I think it 
um, just gives a lot of perspective in uh, the ethics side of running right. a business and working with clients and in serving brands and business as well. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right. Yeah. So how well, how long have you been doing the program for? I'm actually just started. I've only been okay. in it for like three months. Okay. So how, when did you, so when did you get started kind of doing, um, like your, well, I mean, there's like launching your business, sure. but then there's also, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure there was like a period of time of just kind of like dabbling in the sort of stuff beforehand. Sure. And sure. so how, like, what's been the time frame sure. of that? That's a good question. Okay. Um, I always say that it all started when I was pregnant, which uh-huh. was almost eight years ago and I had never not worked. I was always mm-hmm. the girl that worked like two or three jobs. I was always just, I loved work and whatever. I come from a background of child development, actually. So I was working in preschools and special needs and thought Mm -hmm. that was the route I was going to go and then discovered photography. Mm -hmm. And um, I started taking photos and getting into kind of the creative arts world. And I was pregnant and I was off work for maternity leave and I had all of this time and I was just, (laughs) I wanted to make a website for my photos and I just was like, I wonder if I could just make it myself or learn the back end or HTML and I started Googling and watching YouTube and different resources for online teaching and I just started learning to do it and made a site (laughs) and then I'm, friends would be like, hey, I need a site for this or that and I'm like, oh yeah, like I'll do it, whatever, was just doing all these free website jobs for probably a year or two, oh my goodness, and Still um, taking photos and um, having B. I had two girls mm-hmm. and we went through adoption and um, had a little boy for eight months and my husband's military. So a lot of um, just kind of project based. I would just um, be with my kids and then I'd have like a weekend job or take out on a project yeah. every couple months and then um, I would start charging for it. And then I always had kind of an entrepreneur spirit where I was just launching different ideas within mm-hmm. all of this time frame for, um, I had an online blog community and then I launched a preschool out of our house, um, mm-hmm. and branded it and did the website and did the logo <laughs> and just loved the idea of kind of starting something and launching it. And just, yeah. I didn't know that that could be like a job, you know? Right. And so, um, within that span, I, like I said, it was just more project based. I was with my kids a lot for the last maybe almost five years, and then um, as they have gotten a little older, and within the last, I'd say, maybe two or three years, um, started taking it seriously, and yeah. just kind of the skill set that it was, and And how, how old are your kids now? Sure. Uh, four and seven, two okay. girls, yeah. And I just started seeing the value of just the creative arts in the workplace, yeah. and knew the worth of that, and knew just the price that people should be paying to invest Mm, in their mm -hmm. businesses to um, just take note of the value of that. Right. And so within the last few years, that's when I really took it seriously. Like any business, um, coming from the corporate world, I hear a lot about um, just the financial side, which I am more type A, I do. I didn't believe in just like quitting your full time and then Mm -hmm. to run off and do this. You know, I think that there's a place for both of those things, but I wasn't that person. I just think that there's value and stability and security too. And I think that those can align, you know, I think Mm. that you can still be doing what you do and still have the security of that. Yeah. I think that's just important for maybe people that think that they can never leave what they do or they they just can find a different way to do it, you know? Yeah. Because I get not being, um... I don't know, just the being, I know it's like a dreamer kind of mentality, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but 
Yeah, and I, a place. I'm, I'm glad that you said that because I'm, I, I've kind of been going, I don't know, back and forth on that spectrum of like, well, if I'm doing, you know, this one thing or I have this one dream, you know, does that mean I need to be, what, what does it mean to be all, all in on that? Sure. Um, and does being all in on that mean that I have to, sure. you know, quit my day job or, yeah. you know, and, um, I think. For me, and I would imagine for other people that are kind of struggling with that, that there's almost this, like, identity piece, too, sure. with it. So it's like, you know, let's say, um, you know, I, I really enjoy painting. Mm-hmm. And there's finger paints right in front sure. of me. So that's the first thing I popped in my head. Yeah. Um, I, I really love painting, and I, I want to be a painter, and I feel like I could launch that as a business. Um, my identity might be found or I might be developing this identity as like, I am a painter. And if I do anything besides that, then like, what is my identity? Um, and so I'm, I'm glad that you said that because I'm kind of coming back into the middle of that spectrum where I'm like, oh no, that's great news that I I think I can do both. Right. It's, it's, I guess, freeing to realize that, oh, well just, I, I have responsibilities as a parent and, um, as, you know, a, a partner in, in a marriage too. Um, yeah. but that, that doesn't mean that it has to be all about that either. There is totally. room for my own dreams too. Absolutely. And there's, yeah. and within all of those, we pull from all of the others, right? If we weren't mothers, mm-hmm. would we create the way we do? Would I connect to right. clients in that way? If I didn't work a day job and understand taxes and money and mm-hmm. how to file, like, I don't know, like a lawsuit claim or just kind of the legalities of business, yeah. right? Like we can bring all of those elements and they they just kind of help the other out, you know? I don't yeah. see it as a, um, like you say, like one or the other. You're only these things. Like we are humans and mm-hmm. you're like for me, like my main like goal in life is to help and love others and leave mm-hmm. the world like having served these people. And what what that looks like in capacity is like, gonna look different for all of us right Right. absolutely like it's just what our passions and our hearts like I don't even see my own self as like I'm an artist and a creative right I want to connect people and have people living at their fullest potential as well so that they too can go on and live full lives and then instill that in their kids and there's this beautiful like domino effect of everybody Mm -hmm. just living fully and who they are and like who they're made to be and that might not be a creative it might be something else but that's what the goal is right that way yeah live in like who God made us to yeah, be and absolutely. finally accept that as a culture like we can't keep <laughs> trying to be somebody that we aren't you know right I yeah just, yeah how have you found so you're I, I love that you mentioned like these other parts of our lives and how they all um it's not it's not compartmentalized it's like sure. they are one is informing the other absolutely. how do you feel like um specifically like your your role like your you, we talked a little bit about how like how you're you know you're doing this work in, in, in corporate. And, and so that seems like, like very obvious, right? Sure. That's very, very much related to what you're doing with, you know, your own business. Um, and then what about like your own, some of your own, um, like personal roles, like your role as a wife and as a mother, sure. like how have you seen those kind of help aid and inform like your, your life as a creative person? Hmm, okay. Um, I definitely think like we were chatting, like corporate world, I do a lot of their email marketing and kind of their campaigns for social media Mm -hmm. and what that looks like. And that obviously goes into working with other businesses and being aware of what processes work and don't or kind of studying data and what that looks like and being able to bring that into other businesses like, Mm -hmm. hey, this works, this doesn't, right? Finding their demographics, their clients. Um, but I definitely think within my marriage, it has been a really great shift and change from mm-hmm. kind of working project based and being, 
I never called myself a stay-at-home mom because I just always had something going on. Yeah. And I always think the term stay-at-home mom is funny because we don't stay home because I never stayed home. Yeah. <laughs> so I was That's a stay-with-my-kids mom. <laughs> and I uh, think that I had all of this, like, creative and uh, not even just creative, just a desire for work. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't exerted. And I think that it felt, I felt depleted, I think, for a couple of years. And not being able to understand how I could do that or like what that would look like. And I think just the past few years and finding that was really beneficial Mm -hmm. to like my marriage, to my kids, to love them better and well, because I was doing something that felt fulfilling to me and does feel fulfilling and being able to understand my husband and his roles that he plays in the military and understanding like the responsibility of work and your role and, um, just my own girls and, um, when they have dreams or they're talking about things that I can just come beside them and launch those with them because mm-hmm. I do the same thing. I can't tell them one thing and not be living the other. And right. I think it brings such value to them to understand their little four and seven year old dreams that are real to them. You know, <laughs> my oldest is super inventive and always has these ideas and I yeah. love being able to be like, all right, let's figure out how to do that or how can <laughs> we make that right? Like, because she's so excited about it. And it's the same. Yeah. It's how can I do that with the client and not do it with like my own child, right? right? Or my right. husband who wants to do something. I'm like, let's launch it, you know? And he's like, I just have this little one idea. Maybe he's not as <laughs> like, you know, entrepreneurial, probably minded as I am. But he, he his balance too. I mean, even that's a strength. Like who yeah. he is, is, is steady and he is calm and he is so supportive in anything mm-hmm. that I do that I think if I didn't have, like we say, like one without the other wouldn't just exist as a whole like I think it makes everything whole yeah 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 and actually that I specifically had a question about um because I am thinking about this as a parent too how do I instill like um not even a desire for creativity because I feel like we just as human beings that's kind of innate it shows up differently but I think the desire for that is in everybody but how do you um help to foster that in your own kids Uh, because that's something I spend a, a lot of time thinking about and and also trying not to make my son's you know I mean I've got a daughter too but you know Mm -hmm. she's um still like under two years old and so that's very different now like our five-year-old like he's actively creating things and he's making art and he's drawing and and I can see for a while like when they're younger you know you're still kind of wondering like what are going to be like some of the interests that they're going to gravitate towards and I can see that he definitely gravitates towards some of the art, so music and and drawing. And sure. um, most of his like leisure time is spent, and we've got like notebooks and notebooks now of just like drawings that he does, oh, um, that. and it's it, it's it's great. Sure. Um, and so, how do you, as a parent, like personally, how do you help to foster um, like a love for creativity in your kids? Sure. Um, but then also, how do you gear it towards like their specific interests yeah. and not make it about like what, what yours are. Does that make sure. sense? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I know. I was thinking about that. Um, and like I said, with us kind of living into who we all are, I don't mm-hmm. think that I need my children to be creatives because I am, you know, I think yeah. that they will have strengths in what they do. And like you say, you, we can kind of see what they're into or like my daughter, that's more inventive. And my youngest is more, um, imaginative. Mm-hmm. Like she lives in like her little world and um, can definitely envision it and just the way she mm-hmm. speaks and she sings little songs that she makes up and whatnot. Yeah. But I do think it's interesting coming from a child development background with mm-hmm. doing my degree initially in that, um, 
that play is such a big role in development. So how can I not, from like data perspective, you know, how can I not see the benefit in that outside of even what, whatever role I play or don't play in my work. Mm -hmm. I think that there's such value in their growth and overall development and play and art and creating. And that is how children are going to develop within itself outside of our work scope, you know? Yeah. And I think that's even how I've really come to understand, like I said earlier, the fact that, and really the premise of this podcast, which is that we are all creative in in different ways. Um, because I, you know, I don't think you can ever look at any child and like every child plays, every child imagines, every child creates something, right? So, um, you know, even the, the kid that, like, I remember being like out on the field, like Mm -hmm. at recess time and just like, I don't know if you did that with like the flowers, like you pick the flowers and like turn them into like a bracelet or a crown or, Mm -hmm. and so I just remember have very early, um, memories of just always creating something and mm-hmm. not realizing even that I was doing that. Sure. And I see that in every child, right? You, sure. There's not a child that doesn't play or imagine. Totally. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I was necessarily, uh, like I didn't do art or stuff like that mm-hmm. that you're referencing, but as I got older, I remember listening to like Kenny G, mm-hmm. uh, always making a comeback because he's in that Kanye song right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking about him and my parents, I used to have his, uh, one of his CDs, uh-huh. and I would, he had no lyrics, right? It was just him playing, yeah. and I would write lyrics to, like, the oh, songs, funny, right? Just yeah. how we're talking about creating. Like, I remember being really excited about um, a language arts class, and we had to put a portfolio together of, like, mm-hmm. poetry and writing and, like, haikus, right? And I remember being really excited about stuff like that as well. But we were chatting about how I am more of a type A creative, which is probably yeah. rare, that I remember organizing it, right, in the binder or, like, even decorating my room. I remember I had collages on the wall, and they were in, like, frames, and there was, like, a border, like, a teacher's border. So it was, like, all creative, but it was also, like, organized in in the area. So as a young child, I was, like, just talking about kind of living into our strengths. Like, I was that role. Like, I was organized and ready for creating order in something, and which has totally helped with projects and project management and just making like it's one thing to have a job to do and Mm -hmm. make it cool and have this creative um, element to it but like if it's not ever going to get done like what does it serve you know what does it serve to my clients if they have no end date or if they don't have anything that gives them a timeline or whatever that looks like you know so it's funny just thinking about like childhood things how that's showing up a little differently sure yeah and it's funny too because I um I was just thinking about, like, some of your Instagram posts that, sure. and, like, some of them, like, you can see a little bit of, like, your workspace. I'm always like, wow, like, she stages that so nice. I'm just <laughs> like, that's probably just, like, that's not even staging. That's yeah. just how your workspace <laughs> is, much. which is so different than, than Mike's. I'm just, sure. like, I'm sure my coworkers are just, like, aghast at, like, my desk and, like, workspace because there's just, sure. like, stuff Everywhere yeah. and like piles and um, everybody's brains just work so yeah. differently. I don't think there's one right or wrong. My brain needs a blank just slate to see and think and process, and that's just how mine works. Yeah. You know, I totally get the other sides. My husband's that way too. I just, it's funny how we all can have different ways of seeing it. I know, and it's still the same goal, right? Cody and I were just um, joking the other day because I don't remember what it was, but I just I I'm really I'm trying to I'm trying to be really intentional about when I put something away like in its space 
that I actually like put it away the way it's supposed to be. Sure. So like like the toothpaste and stuff like sure. in the cabinet, like instead of leaving it on the counter, like actually putting it back. Yeah. Like it takes like like a second. Like just or like I put the crackers like back in the cupboard the other day and I just kinda like threw it in there, like shut the door. I was like, why did I do that? Like it's everything's gonna fall out as soon as you open the door and it's just funny. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I always go back and forth. I really don't know if that can be taught. I really think you're either one way or you're not. I really do. I'm like, you're just, it's okay. Just be, you know, just my mom is the opposite of me, which is probably why I am that way. Yeah. And she's, and she has that, but she's also like super intentional and in the moment and like funny and like, you know, like, you know, it's not like because there's both sides. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Even, um, like I I think when you called me to let me know that you were here, it was like five till. Yeah. Um, and I was like, of course, like, cause I told you we were all like scrambling this morning and I knew ahead of time. I was like, she's like, it was actually 20 minutes early and I drove around. (laughs) I was like too early. This is too far. My Enneagram one is showing. (laughs) I was like, okay, I'll be five minutes. So usually I do 10 minutes early. That's like a good time for me yeah. at any place. Yeah. Just like I figured, I figured she would. <laughs> it's not your fault at all. We were yeah, just weird. I, I I know. I make. I was about to say like we were just scrambling this morning. I'm like that's just like the norm. So I don't. It's not even. You're like it wasn't just. It this wasn't. Morning. No. It was, <laughs> I love that. Um. Yeah. And actually, you brought up your your enneagram number two, and I was just thinking this morning. Um. And we talked about this before too. Sure. Was like how are. Enneagram numbers, and I haven't even thought about this for myself, really, but um, you're an Enneagram, you said a three, right? I, I go, but I tied with a three and a one. Okay. So achiever and reformer, but okay. the motives behind it, I'm more of a one, kind okay, of the okay. motives behind why I do the things right. that I and do. Right, and I'm I'm more of a nine, which I don't really know how that plays out. I'd, I'd be interested to actually kind of analyze that a little bit more, but sure. actually, can, um, I mean, I could explain, but for anyone that doesn't know, like, what the Enneagram is, do you want to give, like, a quick... Um, sure. I guess... Let's see, how can we describe I, it? I've always heard it as, like, it, it's similar to a personality test, except that um, it's more, it focuses more on, like, like the, your core, like, motivations and, yeah. like, fears and, and how those, like, inform... I don't know how you operate. Sure. I and I think it broadens. I think sometimes it's just like type A and type B, right? Mm-hmm. Which I, de- I can say that I'm more type A, but a lot of the elements aren't only me because I am more motivated by the integrity of things or like the organization right, right. of things <clears throat> and what that element brings. So I think it, it kind of broadens it with one through nine. There's numbers one through nine. So mm-hmm. you can be any of those things and you can be a wing number, like you have a wing to that. And mm-hmm. so I think it's just... It's helped, like, I just discovered that this year, and it's, like, changed how I view work. It changed how I view, like, work, um, like, people that work under me, people that I work alongside, my husband, you know, like, my husband's a nine, and the peacemaker, just how we interact and understanding that he he doesn't see the world in that perspective in the same way that I do, and Mm -hmm. understanding that is really helpful, I think. To be self-aware is pretty helpful in, like, any role that you're probably going to play, but, um... Yeah, I think, and you get, um, I did like, of course, again, because of Enneagram 1, I did like the one that you have to pay for, and it's like super intensive, and you get like a PDF package, basically, explaining it, and it just helps you function at like your best levels. Like there's healthy levels that you can function at versus um, unhealthy levels, Mm -hmm. and what that looks like, and how being a reformer can be, if I'm functioning that I'm really unhealthy, it can be um, really critical and right. not gracious or whatever yeah. that and is. Yeah, and it's because it's like anything, and you know, we were just talking about this, right, that sure. there's like, a, 
for basically almost anything, there's a spectrum in which you can lie sure. on. And so I think the Enneagram kind of helps to highlight like, okay, here's kind of when you're kind of like at your norm or at, like at your baseline, this is kind of where you're operating from. So yeah. like mine would be a nine, which is the mm-hmm. peacemaker. Sure. Um, and then, but like what you're saying is when you are at, like at your healthiest, right? So you're not stressed, you're not under like a lot of pressure. There's, sure. you know, that kind of thing. Um, you're operating um, at a, a better level sure. versus on that spectrum. If, you know, you are stressed or you're not taking care of yourself or you're just not doing sure. well, then, you know, there's like an, an, an unhealthy level sure. to that. To so. yourself and others, I think. And like yeah. we were chatting, like we were saying how I have work full-time and this full-time and school full-time and two mm-hmm. girls and my husband in the military. Like that can be maybe a different um, response for a different Enneagram number, right? But I think because of the strengths that that maybe can play, because I have a color-coded court like calendar mm-hmm. and, you know, I have my iPhone like alphabetized by categories and folders, like that is how I function. So right. in the efficiency element, it genuinely is like doable for me because yeah. of how I've organized it, right? And it's not to say anyone that doesn't that way it's wrong or right, right? Because there's strengths that come in those things, you know, my husband is a nine and he, he's pretty organized too, but he just, um, can be in those moments with us or he can, he's really adaptable. So if something Mm -hmm. does change in a calendar, he's like, okay, that's fine. And that's a really big strength in in himself as well. You know, I don't think that, I just think that we are all made and wired differently and that's okay. And we have like living in that. I remember like not knowing who I was like years ago and just I remember like someone would would ask if anybody could do like the plans for the agenda and I would Mm -hmm. downplay that I had like that as a strength I didn't even see it as a strength you Mm -hmm. know like in high school after like if someone was like oh we're gonna do this and this or if plans got changed and I was always pretending that like it didn't matter or it's okay to care about those things because those bring strengths in the workforce and so many areas of our lives you know if we all just actually live into who we are you know like then yeah now I am glad to make a spreadsheet for the family trip or whatever it is you know and I just think it feels even fulfilling to be who you are like it feels like yeah absolutely like an exhale right like you're just like oh okay this is who I'm gonna believe and trust that God made me to be like yeah it's just so there's no other word I can think but like an exhale. Yeah, and I, I remember going through um like a long period of, of time, especially like as a like I, I mean I am young, but like a younger sure. person like totally. a, in high school and things like that. Um, where I, I did kind of struggle with like, well, you know, what kind of person am I? And sure. I I you know, I, I I think especially looking at myself as a creative person, I totally. like really downplayed that. Um for for whatever reason. I don't know. I'm not really sure why. But yeah. um it, I love that you said that that it's like an exhale. So for sure. just people that are kind of in that place of like their identity yeah. or kind of gauging what that looks like, um, I think that's a great way to kind of assess whether you are really living into your your true self yeah. is, you know, when you think about what you're doing and how you operate in the world and, and how you're responding to life, like does it bring that kind of exhale? Or, sure. um, you know, is there still, like are you holding in like all of that tension sure. and, yeah and even yeah. thinking about how you said that about um how you kind of saw yourself how others saw you mine mm-hmm. always has kind of been a creative which I didn't only feel as creative also so I felt the opposite yeah. where people only saw me as like creative or I remember in high school getting like 
um, most unique or whatever the, you know, like the high school yeah, yeah, yeah. and like the yearbook, whatever it was. And, um, and just being like, I am those things or like people would just reference my photos or my work mm-hmm. that I like who, what work I did. Right. And yeah. I'm like, dang, they, nobody even knows that I'm like, I care about order and organization yeah. and like justice and like serious things that yeah. are important to me. And I just display them in this way. Right. Like That's working so alongside nonprofits are probably my favorite yeah. role I ever play. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like that is meaningful and it's like seeking just what the world needs. You know what I mean? And right. that element, I remember feeling the opposite, just how it's just funny you say that. Like yeah. I was just kind of known for like fashion, like we even uh-huh. were chatting about, like, I, cause that is an expressive way, right? Like, earrings or whatever that is and just want and wanting to be like these earrings were from someone in Argentina you know what I mean that was a you know like it's just so much deeper than what we see and trying to like convey that is what Mm -hmm. I mean is what I'm doing for work and I have to be present and being aware of doing that even for my own self and my brand that I'm creating and making sure that it's like authentically just communicated you know and who I really am yeah yeah, that's funny. I guess, yeah, I guess, like, the grass is kind of always greener. Yeah, <laughs> I would think. Think. Totally. Um, Yeah, it's just interesting how, how other people are viewing us and how we we want to make sure that people are seeing us and, yeah. and the things that we value. So, sure. yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so, can you talk a little bit about what, um, this has been, like, a recurring question, but um, I, I keep asking, like, how people view creative living and what I was telling you earlier is it's that hasn't in my mind that wasn't like a question that I thought well for this podcast that's gonna that is gonna be something I'm gonna ask everybody um it's just kind of come up in all the conversations but in all the conversations people have identified that as very different things um in really beautiful and articulate ways sure um and so I'm wondering kind of what what you think you know when you think about that how you would define that okay creative living I think that kind of how we talk about um, how everything is kind of intertwined. I think that is the same way with creative living. And like I do this for work, right? So I do um, websites or no, I understand the concept of brands or color schemes that would go together or not. So I feel like creative living for me is like using all those same, probably natural, but also learned skill sets of... Mm -hmm. um, of just design into my own life, like in my right. home and my children's, like how they dress or how mm-hmm. I dress are important, are important just because I think it just, it's intentional. It's, yeah. it's okay. I remember thinking that to a girlfriend and I were chatting because she's really creative and really amazing, like her home and just how she, but it's so thoughtful, right? Like people mm-hmm. can just see like, oh, you just have a Pinterest home and, she, and she's the sweetest ever and her heart is like that she wanted to create this space for her family and like there's beautiful photos everywhere and she saw every corner and put things in the place that she thought they would go and there's sweet like words around her home you know and I Mm. think from someone who maybe isn't a creative you can just see it as the show of it and Mm -hmm. I think as creatives like we need to like change the rep or something that like we're doing this because it's like in our souls like it's like if we do not get this out like I don't even know it'll just be suppressed or something like yeah. it's so like just within us you know and if that doesn't come out within like even in my home words that are on my wall or notes that I write to my husband mm-hmm. or like those are in us right like you know that yeah. so deeply and I can't like express enough how it comes out and how we like live like not even just visually right but like 
and how we speak and the words we use and my girls just how they even like little things like um thank yous to their teachers right of course I'm doing something like Oh, I always say like I'm the most like it's always like okay let's get some cookies made and we'll have a design it's never like can we just get him an apple right it's always like I was like just the most right it can't just be like simple that's right so because that's not who I am or yeah. who a lot of creatives are right like we can't just we don't want to be you know right. what I mean and I think so like I said yeah I think just in stylistically for sure like within our home but just even deeper than that is like how we give and how we love and mm. and there are still clients I don't even call them clients like I do still do projects that are just for my dear friends or that are just right. still for families that we've grown and grown with us alongside it everything doesn't always have to be business and that's actually a hard mentality for me to get out of because when you've built it you see the value in yeah. creating and time and what that means but more than that is the value of connectivity and those mm-hmm. people that have a service that need the world needs to know more than I need to get paid for it yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was thinking about this this morning, too. It, it was kind of an idea that just kind of came to me about this question of, like, sure. what is it, what does creative living mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I realized that, oh, you know, not only will everybody have a different definition of that, but that's probably going to, sh- like, your own personal definition of what that means is probably also going to shift over time. Sure. And as, um, as, like, you've developed different skills and Mm -hmm. you, and, and just like different seasons of your life too. Right. So that, um, has manifested very differently. Like before I had kids until, you know, and then after I had children and when I'm in, and I think part of it is how different parts of our life kind of help inform like our Mm -hmm. creative selves, um, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And so if I'm in a different type of like professional role, um, how creative living plays out in my life is going to also look very different totally. in that season of life. Yeah. Have you found that to be true? Yeah. And even in that strength, that's funny that you say that. When I um, started working a couple years ago with corporate, I started as an admin. I was just doing admin mm-hmm. work and wanted mm-hmm. to just get back out there working within a team. Yeah. And I remember, I don't even know how they knew. Maybe they just knew someone who knew me or something, but they just knew I was a creative. I yeah. didn't kind of think of why or how. Maybe I had posted a picture of my house or something and... Um, the That's VP so asked me to decorate his office. He's really? like, can you redesign my office, actually? I've been doing He's like, yeah, just pick whatever, do whatever. Here's the card, you know? And so interesting just saying that, like, how people see that, right? And yeah. I'm in a work... That wasn't even my role at all. That was before I was doing marketing and everything else and kind of discovered the need for that, like I said, and... He had me design the whole thing and pick it out. And, like, if that's how you kind of naturally mm-hmm. function, of course. I'm like, yeah, of course. I would love to do that for, you know, right. that part of my work day or whatever it was. And picking out the desk and, like, a, I had a plant and, like, a cool, like, modern de- um, bookshelf, you know. Mm-hmm. And just understanding, like you say, like, learning more of that skill set. Like, you just, and especially, like, corporate has taught me a lot about, um, just kind of taking, I think, the emotions out of being a creator, which I'm not a super, um, I don't like saying that I'm not emotional, but I'm uh, definitely more, what is it, analytical? What is it? What's yeah, the word? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but um, I think that things just need to get done sometimes, and uh-huh. it doesn't always need to involve, like, other opinions or feeling like if it's right or wrong. Like, that taught mm-hmm. me a lot about just, like, getting stuff done and getting it out, and because I'm naturally a perfectionist, like understand like people are not seeing the tiny circle that was off on that design that you know that was a little two inches to the left you know it taught me a lot about being a doer versus like 
a creative dreamer, right? Because mm. we can all live in that a lot, I think. And I still have, I have a list in my phone of ideas. It's literally ideas in a note, you know? And it's like all these things for over the next five, ten years, right? And then more and more will come. But I just, like I said, I can't reiterate enough about how an idea just stays an idea until people yeah. know of it or we market it well or we just, people are naturally visual, like, learners. They, they see stuff and they they want to see things that are aesthetically pleasing as much as we, um, like, want to kind of downplay creative. Yeah. The, you know, there's a lot of times, even statistically, I'm not sure if you're aware, a lot of the first things to get cut within corporate or different things are, are the element of it, you know, and we're like, yeah, gosh, we have to see the value and what that brings. Yeah, well, it's the same in, like, education, right? Sure. It's, like, the first thing that gets cut are... The arts. The arts. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um... Another thing we talked about, which um, I'm just really interested to hear kind of what that's been like for you, is the fact that in your own business, part of your role is really taking, like you said, right, taking somebody's dream and kind of bringing it to fruition and kind sure. of making it something that is tangible, sure. um, which is not only so, so needed, but yeah. um, I, I, I imagine that that must be you know, you talk about it as if it's like, it is very fulfilling. And so sure. I see that, but it must be really interesting also just to see kind of somebody's idea go from this kind of nebulous sort of a thing into sure. like an actual created product. Sure. Um, so can you talk a little bit about that? Like, what has that been like to be on, um, just, that's a very different role, right? Kind of sure. helping walk alongside someone's dream and their journey. Sure. Um, and, and so it must be, I don't know. I'm just very interested. Yeah. In what that's we were been saying like. about kind of taking the control of creative out, mm-hmm. us outside maybe a little bit. Yeah. Um, because I think uh, the, the strength, I guess, in that is kind of connecting the dots for them. Because mm-hmm. I think, even myself, I'll have these ideas and still need to bounce it off of someone to understand how I can clearly convey that. You right. know what I mean? And I think with businesses, they do have these ideas that probably don't make sense to anyone but them because they can yeah. see it in their head. And the same way with me, I have these ideas in my head that, I can't explain until it's out visually or in an mm. online presence, you know, which is what we're mostly doing now for marketing. So I think um, coming alongside a brand that's already established, mm-hmm. um, it's definitely less freedom in that in terms of a design side. But I think that the freedom can still come out in connecting with those clients. I think that they still need somebody to say like, okay, yeah, I get what you're saying. Here's how maybe we can do it differently or here's how we can Mm -hmm. make sure people are seen. It's kind of feeling understood, like, for clients and humans in general, right? Like, we just want to have somebody understand what we're trying to say, you know? And if a client's just saying, like, I really want to have these colors, but I also want these colors, right? And I'm like, okay, let's see how that'll look. Or even sometimes I'll send a mock-up of how they visualize it so they they can see that it's probably not going to work that way, right? And that's why us as creators have to see our role as a strength. Like, you're coming to me because you you can't do it, right? Like, you're like, all right, I don't know how else to do this. I need outside help, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. And so having somebody that does have an eye or can put A, B, and C together and present it to you is, like, just... They're already doers, right? They're already doing what they're amazing at or so gifted at and living into what they're good at. And I'm just, like, helping them launch it. I think behind... I'm definitely more of a behind-the-scene person. This is even odd, even talking about this or my roles that I play because I think I am behind the scenes, you know? I Mm -hmm. just want people to be living and doing what they do. So finding... A way to market myself has been probably one of the biggest struggles of all of this is yeah. is um, 
kind of putting that on the forefront and, and even how I think it's been helpful having a team who does a lot of my copywriting and um, puts the images together and whatnot. It's probably taken a, a, a kind of a load off of that. But <laughs> yeah, I think that, you know, I my desire isn't to be seen. It's for other people to be seen with maybe the work that I've done and helped and aided them that they're already doing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, one other thing that uh, we're kind of like going backwards now, but um, I was also interested in hearing about because you do have so many things going on. Sure. Um, how you how how you balance that? Um, because I think there is an element of right. You were saying we each just have a different kind of threshold for yeah. like you know juggling you know certain things or or um, you know I think some people just like they need to focus in on one thing sure. and then that's th- that is their threshold. Yeah. Um, and then I I tend to lean more towards like well. I say I tend to lean more towards like what what you were saying about having multiple things kind of going all at sure. once. Um, but I also kind of go in and out of seasons of sure. that. Sure. Um, and so that's a little bit different. But um, especially you know thinking about how I balance my like my creative projects and my like you know full time job and mm-hmm. a lot of times at different seasons I'll have you know multiple jobs going at the same time totally. that I you know is is bringing in income and then I have other um, you know, sometimes it's just setting time aside once the kids have gone to bed to, um, to draw. Right. So that's something that I'm not doing anything with that, that creative, I don't know, part of me, but that's something that I enjoy doing. So setting time aside for that. And then there's things like art, you know, the podcast, which is, you know, kind of in between this side project, not side project thing. And so I, I go in and out of seasons where I'm, feeling like, yeah, I've got all these things going on and I'm really thriving in that. Sure. And then other seasons where I'm like, oh, okay, well, something has to give sure. for right now and then I'll, yeah. I'll pick that up in a little bit. Yeah, saying no um, for sure. Yeah, yeah. so, and then, and then just trying to find time for, you know, kiddos and then sure. I, especially, at least for me, I've noticed a difference once we had two kids figuring out like okay and I always get in my own head about well, how much time have I spent with this kid versus this kid and, and I need to get out of that but totally. even balancing that with everything else that is going on in life how sure. how do you do it Gosh, I don't know if I'd say I do it super well yeah and you may not but, even have the answer but yeah. what, what does that look like yeah I definitely think just saying no for yeah. sure like that has been something that I've had to learn a lot this year and knowing that okay, I already have this, this, and this, like, there's no way that I could do all of those things effectively, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And understanding that, um, if I wanted to be involved in something, I wanted to do it, like, as well and excellent as I could. Um, I think a lot of it, too, is kind of, um, I'm just thinking of an example of Halloween, how I had class, and it was my girl's Halloween, so I did half with them the first two hours, and then... (laughs) Our professor actually was fine with us coming two hours late, so, like, doing kind of, it genuinely is juggling it, right? Like, right. I was like, okay, I have to go there, I'm going to drive separate, and then I'll go do that, right? So, I was still <laughs> there for them, and got to be with them for Halloween, but then I'm like, okay, now I have to go finish that, because that's another commitment, right? Yeah. Like, and like you said, I think that there are seasons, like, if I were in school and it was going to be five years, I probably wouldn't have made that commitment, knowing right. the season that my kids are in, or knowing the role that I'm taking with kind of, um the workload with both Mm -hmm. of my work that I do, you know? So I think, um, kind of just understanding that some things are going to end. Like I know Mm -hmm. school's not forever, right? It's like a short program. I know that will end. I know that 
there won't always be a time with even my kids. Like one is just in school part time. Mm-hmm. I know that in not even a year she's gonna be in school full time. Like there's gonna be a change in my work my workload and kind of what I can um, kind of take on when that yeah. changes. You know what I mean in terms of time frames and hours. And then my husband thinking of the time that I want to spend with him in the evenings or scheduling out little trips and with just him and I and trying to make those things priority, you know, is important. I was sharing with Jen how it was just my husband's uh, birthday. This is a a kind of an example, too, is thinking of not balancing it because Uh we were all together on Saturday and I knew I had work, you know, all week and whatnot. And I remembered it. Like, I knew it was his birthday, obviously, but I was like, oh, my goodness, I didn't even, like, schedule anything. So it was on Saturday. I'm, like, designing an invite, like, sending it out on Saturday. This is, like, what, four days before. And there was, like, 30 people there last night. So I'm, like, props to people who are also last minute. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, sometimes it isn't, like, preparing and planning that, like, a month or two ahead of time. But, like, Mm -hmm. I still, we can still do those things. Like, I didn't have anything on Wednesday night. I was, like... I should just do pizza and, like, do a little surprise birthday. Like, I can do that in four days, you know, because I scheduled it, put on the calendar, had a person delegated a couple tasks to, like, my siblings, right? And just thinking, like, it might not always be prepared and ahead of time or this super elaborate plan, but we can still do those things and be effective to, like, our families and our work and, you know what I mean? And they knew, like, I had a couple clients, I'm like, okay, I'll get this to you by the end of the week because I knew I wasn't going to do it that day or, you know, Mm -hmm. just informing that too and, like... I'm big on just keeping my word. If I said I was going to be here, right, like, right. I want to be there. And if yeah. I can't, like, fulfill the kind of promise, then I won't make it, you yeah. know? So if I give my word, it's just important to keep that to balance out kind of what I already have. I think right. even to my own kids, if I tell her I'm going to go on a run with her, I'm going to go on a run with mm-hmm. her and put a timer on and do what I said I was going to do, you know? they yeah. can't. I don't want them to just see work and that's all. You know, mm-hmm. I want them to see that we can have... Um, other things that were fulfilled in, you know what yeah. I mean? And them to see that. I think that's important. Yeah, which is so funny because I, even as you're explaining or, or describing kind of what that has looked like, like that juggling act, um, I see so much creativity, even sure. that in and of itself, right? To look at like, um, you know, as if, you know, you had like all of your obligations, like let's say like pinned up on a board and then sure. like there's this constant, <laughs> pretty like, much how my brain is. Yeah. <laughs> and you constantly have to like take one thing and move it over here. And it's yeah. kind of like rearranging this kind of like jigsaw puzzle to sure. like make things work in that. Totally. I, I think especially when you're a parent that happens like on a daily basis. Sure. Um, and I mean, even us right, right now, our kids that are in a different stage than totally. yours, but um, thinking about like drop offs to um, sure. you know daycares and kindergarten and um, you know and then a kid gets sick and okay well now you can't go That's to gonna school so week. who's going to stay home and how yes it's just it's constant yeah um, it won't end I was thinking yeah. about this week when I had sick kids and I'm like this is never going to stop like <laughs> they're just they're going to get better they're going to get sick again and yeah. right like we ha- I here's my biggest thing I think I, I say to clients or other working moms too is like. Um, there will be hard days, but that uh-huh. does not mean or equate to, like, a hard life. Right. Like, just let those days be yeah. those days. You know what I mean? And yeah. live into those. And even, like, we're talking, like, I don't want to come off as, or even people do have kind of a misconception of, like, mm-hmm. the perfectionist or, oh, you do it all or handle this. Like, yeah. it, it looks kind of on the inside a lot different than how I think people probably perceive it, right? And right. Because we all live, we all are doing a balancing act and mm-hmm. trying to juggle this and how can we not go out and see others and think that they're doing the same? You know, we, right. we should 
be aware of that and gracious to that, even though that's really hard for something for me to learn because in the same way that I give my word, I believe that about people. So I think that's with, within business or, um, just clients, I think I'll, um, kind of maybe judge that more than I need to. And you know what I mean? And just kind of need to take a step back and see us all as humans before we are anything Mm -hmm. else. And like, just know like, did they probably had a hard night too? Or the same way I've had those things too. Right. And Mm -hmm. I'm just probably, yeah, I just think under, just on level of understanding is probably what all of us need to be better at. And for sure me, I just can be, I don't, I don't want to come off in genuinely as managing all these things because Mm -hmm. there's definitely like things that I cannot do or that are sacrificed because of that you know what I mean yeah well I think there's a freedom in just being able to do that because I I find when I'm in a headspace of giving other people more grace for things then I'm able to do that for myself and vice versa you know so um which I I think we just there there is like life just throws so many curveballs whether it's like a sick kid or um, a job loss or whatever it sure. is that like we have to just kind of um, a- allow ourselves yeah. to, to live in that space totally. and, and let others live in it too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, this has been really great. Oh, thank you for me. <laughs> but do you want to, um, I know you mentioned before um, like your, your business and every, everything, but do you want to tell folks a little bit about more specifically where they can find you? I know like you're on social media and then sure. your website so um, share that with them, and then we'll, sure. we'll kind of close out. Sure. So my Instagram is at Aurora Vilches Creative. Uh, my last name, I guess actually my first name too, it's A-U-R-O-R-A-V-I-L-C-H-I-S Creative. And my website's auroravilches.com. And I think I'm always, I'm uh, Aurora Vilches Creative on Facebook as well. Those are kind of mm-hmm. the three um, ones that I use the most. And... Yeah, that's pretty much all. Awesome. Well, yeah. thank you, and um, hopefully we can, I don't know, get get you design some stuff for me to create too, because there's definitely a big need to um, look with. But that. look, you're doing it right. Yeah, this is the I point. Know. You're it's doer. True. You're it's a doer. True. You, you just know? have to like jump in and just start yes. it sometimes. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, and please remember um, to. It, you know, it's, it's always really helpful if folks are sharing the podcast with other people. And if you can give a rating on whatever platform you're listening to it on, um, that would be great too. So that would really help, um, just, um, you know, be able to share the podcast with other people. So, um, I will shamelessly just ask (laughs) that, that folks share it out. So, um, thank you again. And thank you so much everybody for listening.